reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double-waist, husky heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and a man who has thawed out from the frigid cold up there in Wisconsin, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother, and you ain't lying. It is a muddy, wet mess. It's that shitty time of year when it was really, I mean, those of, us, those of us in the Midwest kind of deal with it. A lot of our folks in the South and the West and the folks in the East Coast deal with it too. When it's very cold and ice and stuff like that, and then it thaws out and you get that warm 40, 50 degree weather right after that. The weather feels great. It feels great outside, but you can't wear nice shoes for a while. No. I mean, it's it's just a sloshy mess everywhere you go. So, yeah, it's, it is, it's just kind of that shitty time of year, but... Spring is around the corner. I feel the weather is starting to break. It was 58 degrees here in Ohio, which is like, that's like shorts weather after dealing with the weather we dealt with. So it's, we're on our way. Uh, also, what we're on our way to, we are doing a watch along yet again. It's WrestleMania season, Barry. And one of, our right. favorite, one of our favorite WrestleManias we talk about a lot is WrestleMania 17. We will be doing a watch along for the main event of that, which is obviously Stone Cold taking on the WWF champion, The Rock down in the Astrodome. We have the watch along stopped at three minutes. I'm sorry, three hours and six minutes on the dot. So if you guys want to go ahead and get to that spot, pause, do whatever you want to do. We'll go ahead and touch on a couple topics before we get there. Um, The first one I want to touch on, Barry. I'm I'm surprising Barry with all these topics. He doesn't know what's coming. Oh, I I got a good feeling about this one. Might be about one of my favorite wrestlers of all time we're so we're so in tune because i did not i purposely (laughs) did not bring we always chat before we record and i purposely did not bring it up because i didn't want him or either of us really going on a rant i wanted to say it for the show the uh cyn promotion right create your own narrative creating your own narrative whatever the fuck it's called ec3 austin aries braun Strowman. what are just a, a roster full of shit bags. They have is is Jerry Ryan showing up? I mean, is there? I don't. I haven't done that much research on it. Maybe I should since we're talking about it. But what caught my eye yesterday on Twitter is I get on there and I see Braun Strowman trolling fans. Is it creating your own narrative or create your own narrative? I don't know what it's called. I'm looking up as I talk. It's it's a fucking lie is what it is. <laughs> well, anyway, I saw Braun Strowman trolling fans, and somebody said that he was having this promotion. Somebody said, well, my kid's not going to be interested in that. And he starts saying that your kid has bad taste, this, that, and the other. And then he started his thing where he starts trolling fans and going after them in comments and calling them marks and bragging about his 5,000-square-foot house and this, and that, and the other. Barry is taking deep sighs. He has wide eyes. Um, I made a few tweets. I saw them. I was, yeah. I was golf clapping you. 
I, I, was just, I was hoping he would. I'm just hoping he would say something to me because I was lock, stock, ready to go. Barry, um, before we get into the actual promotion, your thoughts on Braun Strowman trolling fans? Well, as many times before, I mean, I have always sang his praises so highly. Um, he is a fucking dirtbag. Always has been. And like I said, if he wasn't pumped to the, if he wasn't full brother, if he wasn't fucking six, whatever, and pumped full fucking steroids, he would be the fucking security guy at Target. So let's fucking cut the bullshit. And I'm that is so beautiful. You have a 5,000 square foot house and all that stuff. But in five years, your house is going to be 1,500 square feet. Because no one's going to book you. No one wants to fucking see you. No one wants to pay for your autograph. Nothing. Like, he was charging what? He was trying to charge Indies like 5Gs. Yeah. Motherfucker. He has never sold $5,000 in tickets in his whole career. They have put him in with guys that are proven sellers. That's what, and people are like, God, I I can't believe he he missed. He he just didn't you know click with the because he's a fucking he has no personality. He's just a big fucking meathead in the gym. That's fucking on roids. That's his that's his gimmick. He's a fuck his feet. I think you said it. Feats of strength, and then that damn bell rings. And and he's lost. And oh my wrestling family's so great. And he was like trying to name these guys. And I'm like, if those guys took credit for you, man, you are fucking horrible. Like, holy fuck. Pitiful. Pitiful in the ring. And outside of it. Yeah, my whole thing is like I don't think he's seasoned enough. That guy was given every single opportunity. He dropped the ball every single time. I can't remember one memorable match or feud he ever had. The only thing he ever had was feats of strength on Raw. I mean, I I honestly feel like he was given every opportunity to succeed. And then I'm sure he ran his mouth enough backstage. And then his politics and his views on things, which we're not gonna get into, came in the narrative. Narrative is a proper word. And to where the point where a publicly traded company did not want his face representing them. No. Simple as simple as that. He's so out of touch with fucking shit that he believes that he thinks he's really a star. So the control your narrative is EC3, Adam Share, as he goes by now. Announced his first two live events March 5th in Orlando, Florida, March 31st in Dallas. TV deal announcement imminent. Eminent in all caps. The control your narrative concept has manifested itself from an idea to a movement to a live touring televised wrestling company. Mm-hmm. We collectively as wrestlers can no longer wait. We cannot wait on companies to answer only to shareholders. Companies where billionaires collect talent as toys. Companies that fire their entire roster for the mistakes their office made. Companies that are complacent in presentation. Sounds like they're blaming everybody. All talent featured in CYN have asked to be a part of the project. These competitors range from known to unknown, include names like Matt Cardona, Moose, John Schuyler, Matt Seidel, Marina Shafir, Weston Blake, Matt Taven, and more. On March 31st, CYN Dallas, the much-anticipated debut of Killer Cross takes place. The one missing thing, the one thing missing from CYN to become who they're supposed to be was a proper platform and network distribution. 
that has become achieved controlyournarrative.co wow that is a whole lot going on there you can yeah. buy tickets right now let me go ahead and see for the as they say they're wrong was saying they're sold out but you can buy tickets right now general oh. general admission sold out you can still buy vip general admission is 25 bucks uh, VIP is $99. That includes, so you're not sold out. That includes meet and greet with Adam Sher at EC3, signed poster, and a five o'clock admission with pre show activities. Now, wait a second. Wait one second. Okay. You just said the VIP package is, yes. is 100 bucks. Yes. And you get to meet him. And it, that's why they're still left, you fucking moron, because no one wants to fucking meet you. Are you shitting people? Wrestling fans will pay $25 to watch a fucking indie promotion. You are fuck. These motherfuckers have no clout. They think they do, but they don't. They, if they're around in five years, I will be fucking shocked. If they're around in three, and if they got a TV deal, what channel? Fucking cable access? Like, fucking stop it. Like that. And they're also bringing on Austin Aries. Who just said on Twitter that he made some woman uh, kiss his ball sack because her boyfriend brought her in the men's locker room? <laughs> he he's a a real strange individual. I mean, I'm you sure. Think? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that gentleman let that happen. That's fucking hilarious. Know? Not hilarious. It's fucking gross. But the fact that these guys have them on there control your narrative and just paint the proper picture and we're not waiting on billionaires like the Braun Strowman was given every fucking opportunity. Didn't he win the fucking belt at WrestleMania? I think so. I don't even at WrestleMania or lose at WrestleMania. He had a belt going into WrestleMania or lost at WrestleMania against Goldberg. Did he beat Goldberg at WrestleMania? Huge win. Fuck. <laughs> I, we couldn't even remember. Motherfucker. <laughs> A terrible. So I watched him do a worked arm wrestling match with Devin Larratt. I don't know if you know who that is. I do not. He's probably the fucking best arm wrestler of all time. And he literally let uh, they. It was a worked deal, you know. He let Strowman win one, and then he literally doesn't move. Like takes him down. This is how fucking strong Devin Laird is. He was on Inside the NBA, and he let Shaq, two hands, full body weight, and he didn't move. His arm did not fucking move. And he had Shaq pulling on his arm. Jesus. Didn't move. So Braun Strowman had, you know, he would fucking rip Strowman's arm off in about five seconds. But he's trying to get, he's trying to get rubs now off of arm wrestlers. How fucking bad this dude This dude has no talent None at all except putting a fucking needle In between his toes or his fucking arms Wherever he sticks up He's fucking pathetic Terrible I wouldn't pay 90 I wouldn't pay 99 fucking cents To VIP meet that motherfucker Or well, his 5,000 square foot house Well there are people Who will buy seats to this fucking QAnon show They will so it is what it is. But let's move on to more positive things. A little bit of a rough start to the show there. I thought it was a great start. Tony Khan <laughs> purchases basically everything that is Ring of Honor. 
from their tape library to their production equipment to all kinds of shit. Uh, you being, I was really curious to take, get your take on this. I don't know if you saw this because they announced it on Dynamite as we're recording. But uh, you being an old school Ring of Honor fan, being there from the beginning, uh, your thoughts of this? That's cool. I mean, and that's good for Ring of Honor. It's good for Tony Khan. Of course, what all these guys want is the streaming library. You want that footage right. to make your fucking money back. And he'll get it back. I mean, he'll put out a streaming service. They'll fucking get it back. It keeps it all out of Vince's hands. And will they put it out all together, year by year, whatever, show by show? I don't know. We'll see what he does with it. But some of the talent, I'm sure, that are still there. Um, You know, I want to see the Briscoes roll in. I'm I like that's who I want to fucking see. Well, I think those contracts are done for the most part. I think a lot of those they folks are. Were, well, I think a lot of folks like the contracts were canceled or whatever, or I think the ones that rolled into the new year they kept them going or something like that. But I don't think there's any like this isn't like they're purchasing like their talent as well. I think it's right. more like just production equipment. Fucking the tape to me the tape library is the biggest thing. I know there's speculation about like them starting another Ring of Honor promotion or that being like a. Uh, developmental, whatever, or them getting TV. To me, the biggest thing is the tape library. Right. That's what you Absolutely. want. That's the history. You got Brian Danielson. You got Samoa Joe. You got fucking CM Punk. You, I mean, you have everyone. And now, with that library, if AEW wants to, I'm going to put out a CM Punk fucking DVD. They can put Ring of Honor matches on that. Right. You know what I mean? And people, a lot of these new school fans have probably never seen a lot of his work in ROH. Some of these guys have never seen Brian Danielson's work in ROH. I mean, that's fucking beautiful history, right? There. I mean, if you go back and watch Brian Danielson and Ring of Honor, holy fuck, it'll bring well, you up to speed on where he what he's doing right now. Well, the thing here's the thing, like. I got back into wrestling around 2010, 2011 after taking a break, actually shortly after the pay-per-view we were about to watch, WrestleMania 17. Um, so I guess you kind of throw me into that like new school fan a little bit. But I've been lucky enough that I have you that has sent me so many. Like, I've seen a lot of this stuff because of you sent it to me. If you didn't send it to me, it would be me scouring the internet looking for it. Yeah. And it would and, be a chore. And, yeah, and... Ring of Honor had a little streaming service too at a time, but I don't know how much shit they actually had up and right. whatnot. But again, you're you're getting a shit ton of footage. You're gonna have amazing like DVDs come if they have people do it properly. Like if Tony Khan hits me up, I will I will make you guys tremendous compilation DVDs for a nominal for a nominal fee. <laughs> No, but I think it's cool because there's just there's too much history there with Ring of Honor for it just to go away and that be it. You hate for the uh I'm sure WWE would have done fine by it, but I'm sure it would have been I don't know what Tony Khan plans to do with it as far as like the editing portion of it and things like that. Cause I know there was still a lot of like unlicensed music and things like that, I'm assuming happening. Yeah, well, until they got a little bigger, then they started making their own music. Right, but in the, I'm talking like in but the in the beginning, like yeah, the, they would the have real to, like raw part of like Ring of Honor. How much of that's going to be edited? 
How much? Yeah. Just the little things that you can imagine in your mind over the years of watching Ring of Honor that maybe WWE would not put on Peacock, which is what the, we, we've seen with how they've done Peacock. You know, we don't know. So, or the, them slow rolling, or them not to put it out at all. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, WWE did that with Smoky Mountain. They've had Smoky Mountain for fucking years, and they got like one season, and then maybe one show from another year. Like, right. come on, we want to see fucking Ron Wright out here. <laughs> see, to me, that's the thing. They have AEW definitely has a chance though to make money off of it. I think he's easily going to make his money back on this. This oh. adds to the. A lot of people have complained about, and I've said this over and over, have complained about, oh my God, there's there's so much wrestling between Dark and Elevation and Dynamite and Rampage. And my thing is, like, they are just building content, so much content. They're building as much content as they can for the streaming service that inevitably is going to happen because this is the age that we live in. Yep. And the way people consume content these days. And so you can't live on YouTube for free forever, you know? And think, like, how many subscribers does WWE have for their network? Millions, probably millions. Just think if Tony Khan gets one million subscribers at 10 bucks a month. I mean... Maybe it's a high number to start off with the beginning because they're not as, like, worldwide as what WWE is. Right, but I'm saying imagine when he he gets that million. Which, they'll eventually get it because, like I said, he's going to pump... CM Punk, he's gonna pump Daniel Bryan. Like they're on TBS. That's, I know a million sounds like fucking a lot, but it's not. I mean, it's not. There's also a lot of people that have access to WWE just because they have Peacock. Yes. You know what I mean? So like for them to be lumped in with Peacock, I know we've heard rumors of um, AEW and like being on like HBO Max, which we know that's the way HBO is going these days. Right. At $15 a month or whatever, $15.99 a month or whatever it is. I have HBO Max. I watched it a fairly good bit. You know what I mean? I like a lot of stuff on there. So if they had wrestling I could stream on there, it would make it a lot more worth it to me to keep. You know, because that, yeah. that's one of the ones that I kind of debate on, like, do I need it? Do I don't need it? We all have that with streaming services, right? It's like right around the time, like, I haven't watched it for a while. Then, like, boom, some heat will come on there. I'm like, all right, I got to watch this. Or Hard Knocks is coming up. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Yep. So, or that's just. Even Netflix. Netflix yeah. doesn't have a wrestling-based company. I mean, right. and I don't know if Netflix is going to be like, hey, CYN, you guys fucking jump on. Because well, they they'll get canceled. They had Lucha Underground for a while. Yeah, right. You know, so. And, I mean, we'll see. But I think with that library, he can do, he, he'll make his money back easily. Easily. If there's just... Yeah, there's just if there's a way for me to like access Ring of Honor easily through a streaming service at a very affordable price, that would make me very happy. And that was the first thought I saw when I saw the announcement. And this and he could even say five bucks a month. Yeah. I mean Or have tiers to it or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's so many different ways to do it. Yeah. But the fact that like hopefully like plans are in place or wheels are in motion. For us to be able to like ingest all this content as a wrestling fan to go back to me like i love going back to that era of wwe early 2000s just because just because where i was in my life it's part of me like right. nostalgic part of me watching wrestling like the 90s and the 80s and the 2000s is like where i was in my life and just seeing the background kind of like embodies that because i feel like a wrestling show kind of like captures society as well as any one can almost because of just you know what i mean because just the broad people the way they, they trend 
Vince has exactly. always trended to what's going on in society. Exactly. So when you look at the heiress, you can pretty much go, oh, that's, well, that's what was going on at that time. You know but to mean? see like to see like early like 2002 Ring of Honor like a more like DIY approach, which was something like me and you were in our early 20s at that point. Something we were very into. That was a very big yeah. thing, right? It was fucking get off the ground and do it yourself. So, but a couple of big pieces we want to touch on before we get started here. So we are on WrestleMania 17. We are at three hours and six minutes on the dot. Pause. Do what you got to do. We are going to go ahead and hit a countdown now. Barry, are you ready? Ready. All right. We are going to go in three, two, one, play. Okay, here we are. The spacious Astrodome, which has since been torn down. Has it been torn down? No. It's still there. Is it still up? Is it like a, yeah. it's, a, it's one of those abandoned places, right? Fucking, this place was such a big deal. This was the seventh wonder of the world. And WrestleMania 17 still holds the record. That, that was the biggest attendance ever. And I think this is the, one of the last shows they ever had there. Because the Astros were soon to open up, at the time, Enron Field. Yep. Now Minute Maid Park. And that stadium actually opened up in 2000. I believe this is the last event. Oh, then maybe some fucking truck pull, tr- tractor pull, something <laughs> like that. They ever had in the Astrodome. And these people are just going fucking ballistic for Stone Cold as I'm talking over Stone Cold's entrance. They are just right. going fucking nuts, man. <laughs> He's in Texas. He's home. They just they just called this a DQ match right before. Like the announcement for the match was the first time I believe we heard that. Maybe or maybe Jared announced it through the show, but I believe that was a big surprise. The buildup was fantastic. My way with Limp Biscuit. We all know the vignette. Um, Deborah being involved for a short time. They eventually kind of can that, which yeah. very rare. Yeah, something like a huge buildup. I guess a famous, famous buildup. But to have something, a part of that buildup fall so flat and not really talk about very much is talks about, just speaks to how big the, the build was, right? Yeah. And look at Austin here. He's fucking, like, he's soaking it in. Like, he's looking around. Like, he knows. You know, and there he comes. Here comes the Rock. Yeah, face versus face here. Rock's the champ coming in. He won the title off an of angle a couple months earlier. No way out. And these two faced at WrestleMania. This is WrestleMania 17. They faced at WrestleMania 15, but they had a rematch the pay per view after this. Mm-hmm. And this that was the last time they touched. So this is 2001. The last time they touched, well, the last time they were in a match against each other was 1999. And they they main event what three WrestleManias? Yes. Mm-hmm. And sold out every one of them. <laughs> uh, you remember the sit down these two had in the locker room with Jr. Yeah, with Jr. I feel like that was when they fucking killed off the Deborah thing. Yeah. It was so cool. I, I believe at some point in the interview, he said, put Deborah aside. She doesn't matter. She's a non-factor. And then, boom, she was no longer a factor. Yeah. So that must have been how they dealt with that. But, yeah, it was a thing where, like, this man put Deborah with The Rock. And The Rock said, or Circle said, have some my wife and we'll beat your ass. Uh, she got something happened. She got put in an ankle lock by Kurt Angle. Rock came out, or Stone Cold came out, fucking stunned Rock. Next weekend, 
fucking, you know, he he eats a fucking uh, rock bottom from the rock for his troubles. So, and we're off, and we are fucking off. <laughs> Deborah was leaving her man, my former manager managerial role by Mr. Fan and her family's event at Brawl between Rock and Austin. <laughs> <laughs> this is no DQ, so they have the belt in there, and Stokel takes a swing with it, and then we're off right here. Oh my, Luthes Press. This is classic Stone Cold here. This is fired up comeback. I mean, he's coming up the gates hot right here. This is obviously a hot feud. He won the championship. He needed the championship. He talked about that and yep. filled up. I mean, you're in front of 67,925 people here at the Reliant Houston Astrodome. Uh, the last event was No Way Out. The next event's Backlash. This is April 1st, 2001, sponsored by Snickers Tagline Houston. We have a problem. How'd you like all that information? It's top notch. That was beautiful. I mean, Luke Combs even made a song called Houston, We Got a Problem. (laughs) Double knee braces here. You got Earl Hebner out here. They're on the outside of the ring already. This is kind of the, uh, well, this is the culmination of the attitude era, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because after this, we're going to go into the invasion and it's going to kind of, Take a sh- take a little bit of a shit after this. Right. What I'm trying to think was this the WrestleMania where Triple H wrestled Booker T? No, he actually uh, Undertaker beat beat Triple H. Okay. Our boy Justin Credible was on this show. He was in the Sunday Night Heat match. Right. Him X-Pac, opened it up. Him and X Pac beat uh, Steve Blackman and Grandmaster Sexay. And the tables, ladders, and chairs. Dudley boys and Hardys. Chris Jericho uh, defeated Regal to retain the IC. Taz and APA uh, beat right to censor. Kane beat Raven in the big show in a triple threat match to win the hardcore. Eddie with Perry Saturn beats Test. Angle beats Benoit. China beats Ivory. Honestly, uh, slept on WWE elite, elite WrestleMania figure for China, by the way, from this WrestleMania. Right. This is You can still probably find it on pegs out there. Yeah, but WWE Elite WrestleMania China with the purple gear with the frizzy hair. That was one of the best versions of China ever. And Austin's having a hell of a time with these knee braces. Yeah, the right one keeps coming undone on him. The Rock's just getting his toes into Hollywood here. Scorpion King, Mummy Returns, all that's happening. What did you think about The Rock in Hollywood at the time? I remember I was a huge fucking fan of it. Like, I was such a big wrestling fan. Then, like, finally, like, something I was a fan of, like, translated to pop culture. Like, kind of, like, validated, like, wrestling in my mind, right? You know, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of, like, The Scorpion King. But I loved when he hosted Saturday Night Live. Yes. When he did Saturday Night Live, and he even brought some of the guys with him. I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, that was like, hell yeah. The stadium of the Astrodome is so iconic to me, like the roof, just because I've seen it in like, yeah. baseball games so much and football games growing up. Uh, me being a Browns fan, the, those AFC Central battles against the Houston Oilers, man, were fucking legendary. Warren Moon down there with the run and shoot off, run and gun offense. Or run and shoot offense. That was right first time. Haywood Jeffries, Ernest Givens. Yeah. Drew Hill. Fucking, yeah, they had, they had some teams Brother, I played Tech Mobile. Bruce Matthews. 
Rock going for our Austin going for a pin. Rock kicks out here, gives the turnbuckle. Austin about to do some damage here. Now we're getting in this match. Right. We're done talking about the fucking Houston Oilers. Edge <laughs> uh, and Christian beat the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys in a TLC match. Yep. Shane beat Vince in a street fight with Mick Foley as a special guest referee. And Iron Sheik wins the gimmick battle royal because they could not throw him over the top. <laughs> Physically, he could not go to the top reps while he won. Right, yeah. I remember you. We talked about that. I think you brought that up. That gimmick battle royal is awesome, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oakley and he and calling it. That is a fucking. We would do that as a watch along, but I don't want to do any more watch alongs where I talk over Bobby Heenan. Right. <laughs> that's feel tragic every time I do that. Remember uh, that him and Mean Gene got caught with Mola and Mae Young? Yeah. In the back. Yeah. Rock sends Austin out of the top rip on the outside here. Turbuckle pad goes flying with him. What do you think about the stage for WrestleMania 17? Doesn't the, age as well. Yeah. <laughs> A little but, tacky. I mean, when you look at like the size of that fucking like dome, like I mean, it just is massive. It's huge, yeah. And there's people everywhere. Compared to what they would do with it today. Yeah. You got Jr. and uh, Paul Heyman on the call here. No, uh, Jerry the King Lawler. She's out because he walked out of the company to then fired his wife. Uh, the cat. The cat, yeah. Oh, Rock eats his fucking eats the bell. Stone Cold puts his hand. It's a WQ match. You can do whatever you want. Get the fuck out of the way, Hebner. Yeah. There's the Rock's mom. Yep. Timekeeper gets thrown. <laughs> shut up, shut up, Earl. Earl out here admonishing Stone Cold for fucking using the bell. No, no DQ match. And the Rock's got yeah. color. Not great color, but he's got color. I always love that Austin, even now, he says he always uh, had Earl, like he preferred having Earl Hebner do his matches. So I just listened to the entire Bruce Pritchard, Conrad Thompson, Stone Cold Mega episode. Okay. And it's 10 hours long. And this is back when Bruce wasn't working with WWE, so he was a little more candid at times. Right. Which I forgot how great that podcast was. Kind of rediscovered it a little bit. But one thing that kept coming up, and I feel like it comes up a lot, especially with JR2, uh, Stone Cold being very difficult to work with, being very demanding, being very expectant, right? He's on top of the fucking world right here. Right. I mean, all the levers in the world. Yeah, I mean, look, say when you've been where he was, you know, I mean, he climbed, climbed, and climbed, and then you are legit selling shit in Walmart and fucking you're on Regis and Kathy Lee. You're fucking, you are the fucking man. Yeah, you got a fucking bone crusher. Got a bone crusher, right? I feel like for every like wrestling figure collector, even half assed like we are at this point. You still got to have a MOC Stone Cold BCA in your collection somehow, some way. I, I have that figure, but it's not MOC. 
I have a I have a couple Stone Colds MOC Jacks, just very shitty. This is what is this? This is Series Five. Yeah. And it was Rocky Maivia, Flash Funk, Can Shamrock, Savio Vega, and Psycho Sid. Need to give me a nice Psycho Sid. I mean, not like one, not the newer elite, not the Sid Vicious, but I mean like a Jacks shitbag, terrible looking <laughs> Sid Vicious. But like, I'll give you five bucks for it. Yeah, I think I'm done with cool-looking things. I think I only want fucking ugly shit from fucking its proper time <laughs> to signify that era of figures. Look at Rock. I mean, he's got a little fucking 4.0 blade he got job. A nice, he got a nice blade job up there. We On a scale of 10, what are you giving the Rock right now? Uh, I'd give him a 7. I was going to give him a 7, too. I like that. Okay. He could... He could and Stone Cold might be working his way into an 8 right now with those right. pushes. <laughs> He's working that, but I mean, yeah, I'm fucking Stone Cold was literally on top of the fucking world right here. And if he wanted fucking 10 bottles of fucking the best fucking liquor you could fucking find, you better find it. He, him and the rock are the reason that fucking stadium's full. <laughs> I don't think people understand how big of a deal it is when I say this. These guys were on the cover of TV God. Yeah. And that's like, we people might think oh my god if you're younger like oh that's fucking what it was that was fucking enormous tv guide everyone got tv guide how when you were a kid everyone's house you went to almost all of them had fucking tv guide yep either they bought it or they had a subscription to it yep and that's how fucking you got your programming that week there was no fucking guide channel on your fucking remote there was that one yep. channel that scrolled through the guide or the actual tv guide or you would use the newspaper that was another one too for the day. TV for the day. Dad gave it to you for the week. Yes. But for these guys to be on the cover of that, like, hugely, wildly national publication that people collected, by the way. Yeah. Was, and at the time, uh, Beanie Babies were fucking huge. And they all had fucking Beanie Babies. Yes. I had them. The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, Mick Foley. Um... Somebody else had one. Shawn Michaels, maybe. You can get the uh, Stone Cold. Well, you can get TV guys from 1999. Was they actually did a cover of The Rock, Mankind, and Stone Cold for the same week? Mm-hmm. Did three different covers. You can buy all three of them for like ten bucks on eBay. It's not super yeah. valuable, but it happened. Yeah, but uh, again, at the time, that's they printed millions. Yes. So I mean, so I mean, everyone had them. Which is why they're not super valuable. Right, exactly. The Rock's got the ring bell now. Yeah. See, I'm wondering if when they started putting the match together, if they were like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this. Uh, okay, we need to change this match <laughs> to no DQ. Right. Well, also, too, I think to... Uh, Uh-oh. To get, there's some, some, we're working yeah. on a good eight right there. Yeah. Stone Cold's juicing. He's got... that's. It's, he's flowing a lot better than The Rock. I think to set up what they were going to do at the end of the match, it pretty much had to be. Yeah. The yeah. referee's always so dumb, you know? I mean, has there ever been a ref dumber than Earl Hebner? Uh, Just man. because he's been in the ma- he's been in the most matches, he's had to fucking do the dumbest shit, you know? Tommy Young's not very smart. 
That's true. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if Tommy Young uh, has the longevity that Earl has, though. I've seen Charles Robinson do some dumb shit. At the nut house with Ric Flair? Yeah. Uh, Nick Patrick's up there, too. Dumb yep. refs. Uh, you guys got any dumb refs? Go ahead and tweet us. Also, we're announcing the winner of a giveaway at the end of this show. So after the end of this after the end of this match, we announce the winner of a giveaway. It is Elite Autographed 75 Jeff Hardy. And I was going to keep him. We were going to rig it to come to one of our houses. Yes, we yeah. were. Sammy's mailed it out, but... But Sammy was like, no. No. Sammy shut it down. Yes, that is actually courtesy of Sammy Evans. That's Sith Lord Sammy. Very kind. We talked about it last week. But uh, we got a real good response to it. Yeah. There's a lot of Jeff Hardy pa- uh, fans. A lot of Jeff Hardy fans, yeah. Yeah. As it should be. Jeff Hardy, good dude. He's put fucking... He's put his time in. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of sacrificed his body a little bit for my entertainment, so I'll go ahead and yeah. be a fan of his. Well, they're really getting the fans back from the barricade here. We're not letting them anywhere near them. <laughs> right? They're like, you cannot touch the rock. <laughs> God, Hawaiian shirt's fucking loving it. Yeah. Who's the girl back there? She's into it, too. Talking orange shirt? Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah. That's his date. That's his. his yeah, I was gonna say, she's gonna be at the Ramada Inn later. Yes. You know that was a thing though, man. Back in the, I was twenty. Uh, I was two weeks shy of turning twenty-one years old here. And I'm telling you what, and you can attest to this, we all watched fucking Raw. Yeah. All I mean those the dorms. By this time, I was living in a house. The first couple of years in a dorm, and then in our house, Monday nights. I mean, people were over. I mean, it wasn't just not like we were we were partying. They had nitro parties and shit too. Nitro. I mean, we were legit having that shit. Two TVs in the living room, the whole fucking deal. Yeah. But I'll I'll tell you how fucking crazy wrestling was at this time. You remember Josh? He uh, he was manager at Arby's, and this is true. He called me, and I fucking didn't get there in time. Didn't answer the phone. But uh, they're closing. They're closing, and just so happens that Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, and China roll it up to Arby's when Eddie's doing the Latino heat with China. Mm-hmm. So Josh calls me. He's calling house phone, no cell phone. <laughs> Don't, you know, didn't get the call until I find out the next day. China apparently walks over to Bob Evans, and the, the lady that answered the door saw how kind of big China was and said, sorry, we're closed and slammed the door on her. The manager found out he sees her. He sees her. He goes, he almost fired this girl because she, he, he called her back. He was like, come in, gave her all the food, whatever. Josh said, fucking Chris Jericho ate two big Montanas. A pound of fucking roast beef on each sandwich. And Eddie, I can't remember what he said Eddie got, but he said they're both cool as fuck, like so nice. And that was it. This is in New Boston? No, this is in Portsmouth. In Portsmouth. Yeah. The RB's so Bob wow. Evans. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. yeah. I know exactly, yeah. exactly where you're talking. Wow. 
Like yeah. on 52 right there? Like right in the middle yeah. of town? Roll wow. in. Yeah. I guess two ports of those places, with the 52 being right there and them guys going to Huntington, yep. I imagine going through Portsmouth was on the loop, right? Yep. Especially if you're going from Cincinnati to Huntington. And and uh, Hardy Boys were at uh, Bob Evans and Willersburg, too. Yeah, See, I had all the... Got, he got, he got in trouble with Huntington. Sabu uh, in Huntington on the way yeah. back, yeah. Or Char- was it Huntington or Charleston? But they got the caught in... Uh, the speed trap. What's the fucking? Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. The speed trap there. And, uh, a lot of a lot of inside information. A lot of people know about the speed traps in Portsmouth. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get back. Let's go ahead and get back to this match. These guys are both bloody. We're about. Let's see how far are we into this match here. We're about 20 minutes in. Okay. Uh, Rock's got good blood here. He's got some good good blood. Guys are both acting exhausted. Stone Cold's on his back. Rock going for another oh, Stone Cold off. Uh, yeah, got a little too close to the face right there. Stone Cold was able to what rake the eyes or something. Here we go. Oh, he says I'll put you in the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, my own. Look at this. He's trying to lift him up <laughs> so he takes the pressure yeah. off of him. Stone Cold, what do you give his blade job here? Rocks has actually opened up a bit more. Now, see, I think Stone Cold gets a bad rap because of the one he did at 13, which was a fucking beautiful, you know, the crimson mat. This is probably, this I'd say Stone Cold's is an eight. Rock's got a lot of blood going here. Yeah. These guys both got a lot of blood going here. I feel like the signs are starting to die down in the crowd a little bit at this time. Yeah. Not seeing it quite as much. But I wonder if they like started telling people, like taking their signs and shit, you know. Right. Because they're famous for that shit. Now, I didn't go to a show to this era. I'm sure you did. The signs, they're paying the ass, people hold them up in your face, stuff like that. Yeah, but that's always um that's always the case i mean and when i went to a show in huntington where rock was in the nation is rock owen hart and i want to say mark henry something like that and i mean the rock was so fucking over with the girls he he couldn't even wrestle he was laughing so much and like he turned did the eyebrow and like these these women were like damn near about to faint because you know he he did the eyebrow to them. <laughs> I'm like, are you shitting me right now? Oh no, million dollar dream, bringing the ringmaster back. Bringing here. the ringmaster back, yeah. Rock Selma, he's going down. Well, he should. It's a sleeper hold. <laughs> oh, the, the, the whole uh, three arm drop here. The lifeless Two. arm. I bet he holds up the third one. No way. No way. Oh! It almost oh. dropped. 
Braxley wakes up. Now what? This is how you break a sleeper right here. You remember that was the finish to Survivor Series 9-6. Yeah. Brett fucking did the kickoff and pinned yeah. him. He didn't let go. I feel like we're doing a lot of callbacks here. Yep. Little shout outs, little baby shout outs to the guys. I feel like Stone Cold body's starting to betray him a little bit. I feel like he's not quite moving as well as he has in the past. His legs look a lot stiffer. I thought that throughout this entire match. Yeah. There, oh. Hits the stunner. Stunner, I'm sorry. I I did too. I thought he was going for the rock bottom or that DDT. I think you're a touch. I think you're like maybe a couple seconds ahead of me. I think whenever I hit, I think on the countdown, when I say one, I think you hit play and then I hit play on play. I think that's what happened. Let me hit pause for a second. Okay. You're fine. You should be Eva. Got both guys laying here. Melissa getting a shout and a sign in the background. <laughs> uh oh. There oh, you go. Chairman. Because Vince gassed to the gills. No drug testing. We got elbow pads. We got lifting gloves. We got an undershirt that's red and a black sweatshirt cut off over top of that with some black pants. That is quite the fit for a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially at this time. Homie cut off a sweat a sweatshirt he got at Walmart. And does not care. Fresh off his match that he lost against Shane, where Linda stood up and I believe kicked him in the nuts. Yeah, because he was banging Trish. Oh my. Shout out to Ron Simmons right there with the sidewalk slam. Rock kicks out at two. Stone Cold just pissed. Got a feeling we got a run-in happening here. A run-in? Yeah, on, my, in, on our show. No. No way. Oh, reversal. Rock hits it. Rock hits the rock bottom? No, he hit the little spine buster there. I was picking up my child. <laughs> I didn't see. <laughs> I turned my head for a moment. I got a child in lap at this moment. Okay. Lily Buck. Rock looking over. Oh, here we're going for the peepers elbow, but not on the hard cam. No. He's giving up to the side the ring cam here. Those elbow pad up on the up on the walkway. Entrance ramp, whatever you want to call it. <sighs> Big elbow boom. That's it. It's gotta be over. It's gotta be over. One Vince two, pulls, oh, him Vince pulls him off. I thought he was just down there. I was just down there to, I thought he was just down there to oversee the good of his company. I thought too. I thought he just wanted to be up close person, best seat in the house. Oh, Rock just realized what happens. You motherfucker, he just mouths. He, Lily Bug, you cover your ears. (laughs) Muffin ears, Lily. Look at the speed. It's actually moving pretty well around the ring and right there. Do you see be- Rock? Rock is literally barely moving. <laughs> oh. Vince in his mid-50s. Oh, he just eats a rock. The Rock eats a rock bottom from fucking Stone Cold. And he got up for that. Austin did, couldn't even hold him. 
Oh, the rock kicks out. Vince, Vince is like, shit, I'm out of breath. Now, at this point, I had no idea what Vince was doing out there. You, none. Because he, yeah. To see him pull Rock off is just like, I'm fat. Like, what is going on here? There's no way he could be helping Stone Cold, right? Right. Oh, no. So, Hits goes Earl. to the stunner, knocks out, knocks Hebner out of the ring. Oh, I feel like when a referee gets knocked out of the ring, just no good happens after that. As Louis oh, sits in no. place with a Master of the Universe sting. There. That's fine. Big nut shot there. Look at Austin. Now he's ordering Vince around. He says, give it to me. Give me the chair. You hit that son bitch to have that fucking chair right now. Yeah, you take his fucking hat off. What you think right here? He's going to hit Stone Cold. He's going to hit Stone Cold. No, he really hits the rock. Right, right yeah. That, they set that up perfectly. Yeah, what's going on here? Never in a million years, I think this man was ever going to help Stone Cold Steve Austin, but the ref is not in the ring. See, that's what I was saying, Lilybug. Is the ref. Throw the ref in the ring. Sting just went for a jump off the desk. Oh, oh Rock kicks out. Yeah, Lily was Lily was telling Vince to get Earl back in the ring. She's like, get back in there. He's in there now, Lily Bug. Chair still in the ring. Vince is Stone Cold's talking shit to Vince. Right. Getting the rock up, flips him off. Let's see how bad this chair shot's gonna be to the head. Oh no. Oh, big he rock bottom. He eats a rock bottom from the rock. Stone Vince up on the apron, distracting Earl. You don't really need to do that. It's a no DQ match. You can do whatever you want. Plus, it's your company. <laughs> and Rock is like, wait a second here. Rock gets his hands on Vince, flips him into the ring. Vince very oh, unath- unathletically falls in. He's wearing Lee Levi's. Right. He went to Walmart. Eating punches in the corner for the Rock. Oh no! Oh, he wears a stunner from the Rock from the from Stone Cold. Oh, best sell ever. One, two. Oh, he kicks out again. You're not getting you're not getting him out here that fast. What Stone Cold got to do to get to get this dub? At this point, I'm thinking like, all right, they've done everything. The Rock has to win this match. Right? They've yeah. Good guy has to win. They're in WrestleMania here in Texas. Biggest WrestleMania of all time. One of the best ones ever. Culmination of the Attitude Era. Greatest era in the company's history. Stone Cold eyes up the rock with the chair. Another one to the head. But Rock is getting those hands up. One, two. Oh, Rock kicks out again. Stone Cold is absolutely fucking beside himself. Vince doesn't know what to do. Vince stay in the corner. Something, something, motherfuckers, what Stone Cold just said. My daughter just left. He has flipped off the referee. We have a full-on heel turn here. Right. And we're all, no. Full-on heel turn. Chair shot 
to the chest, to the chest, to the chest, to the chest, with the head of the chair, to the chest again. He's going to get the chair on top, smash him in the back, 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 smash him in the back. Another one from the ass to the ass, to the ass, to the ass, to the leg, to the leg, (laughs) to the back. We're going to go for the cover now. Two, three, all Stone Cold gets the win. That's all. And look at the fans. It, they went nuts. The heel turn is completely <laughs> lost on them. <laughs> it's the biggest con- confusing clusterfuck they've ever had at the end of a fucking WrestleMania. Very strange. Yeah, Stone Cold eye to eye with Vince. Look each other in the eye. Nobody's saying anything. What's going to happen? Hand Handshake. Shake. Oh, this was just brutal. Absolutely brutal. And the the fans are literally like, and he's flipping them off. They love it. <laughs> uh, you, I'm sure you watched this live, as did I. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Couldn't fucking believe it. And I was like, can't wait to fucking watch her all tomorrow. There were people. I was watching it with a group of people. I remember people thinking that Vince turned into a good guy. Jesus. I distinctly remember that being like a debate. Right. Me being like, show me the fucking good guy shit he just did. Right. Real quick. You know, and it was, of course, a pointless conversation. We were still, folks, in case you guys are like, oh, stay at Russell, we fight about Russell Day, it sucks. We did that shit back in the day, too, just so you all know. Right. There was just no Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> right. You just, didn't, you just didn't see me do it. That's all. But that was the thing, too, though. You had to do it face to face. Right. You had to be, you had to that present was, your case face to face in a way that wouldn't get you smacked. That's so has, so a lot of shit was more civil. Yeah. Than the reckless bullshit yens do today. Oh god. I love those accounts that like totally fucking have uh, dedicated themselves to either anti WWE or anti AEW. Like yeah. that's their whole personality on Twitter. Like what's that one dude? Uh, WWE. Junkie guy, whatever the fuck he is, I have no like anti AEW. <laughs> End up uh, saying a bunch of racist shit when Keith Lee came out. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, said a bunch of racist shit when Keith Lee came out, and he's back on Twitter like nothing happened. Yeah, Please shit bag. And it's like, would you have said that in no. a room full of anyone, not just no. a, an African American, but anyone with a backbone? No, absolutely fucking not. You would have got fucking fire smacked out of you. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Rock just fights away his feet. Oh, he eats the belt one more time for good measure. Oh, no. And, and, and in front of his mom, you know. His mom's there. She's among the six, 7,000 people there. Poor lady. And she went to the back and she said, honey, let's go cash this $3 million check. They got some Budweiser's. <laughs> they're not cheers, and they're actually just like drinking them. Yeah. Which is wild. See, it's like so they're not celebrating the ring. They're just obviously drinking their beers and walking to the back calmly. Him and Vince. Yeah. Here's the 87 chair shots on the replay right here. I should have counted, but I called every single one of them out. And look at Vince. He's like, get him, get him. Good lord. 
Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so Stone Cold defeated The Rock in a no-DQ match to win the WF Championship in 28 minutes and 6 seconds. Um, just some notes in this WrestleMania before we head out of here. The event marked the second time that WrestleMania main event featured The Rock and Steve Austin. The first was 15. third one would take place at 19. Motorhead performed the game during Triple H's ring entrance. Motorhead would appear again at WrestleMania 21 to perform the same theme song for Triple H's ring entrance. This WrestleMania took place just over a week after the WWF announced the purchase of longtime rival WCW. Remember that? That was just fucking huge, 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 huge news going into this. I can't remember. We didn't touch on but I'm sure we yeah. will another time. That was fucking unbelievable. This is the only WrestleMania whose title included a Roman numeral and number as a word in its title. Okay. Fun fact right there. WrestleMania 17's logo was the first WrestleMania logo to use to make use of the font Bodega Sands. Okay. And Bobby the Brain Heenan called his first WrestleMania match in eight years alongside Mean Gene Erkland with the two called the Gimmick Battle Royal. Beautiful. Uh, one of my favorite WrestleManias ever. And I feel like that's such a subjective thing because it really has nothing to do with like match quality or nothing like that. To me, it's just I was almost 21. We bought this pay-per-view at a buddy's house. We uh, were extremely disqualified for the Olympics. We were having having some we were having some Steve Wises ourselves, and just a great, great, great fucking time. So I have like some great memories attached to this, and also like this was like maybe peak fandom for me back then. Yeah. But also, right after this, I did not deal dig heel uh, stone cold. I didn't dig the invasion. I didn't see none of my favorite WCW guys, and I extremely fell off after this. Yeah, it was a it was like a turn. You either fell deeper into it, or you were just like, eh, like let me let me turn away completely. And that's, I mean, I like I said, I on and off. Like I remember, I stopped watching for a little while, and then turned back, and I was like. The big show is the champion. Like, are you yeah. shit me right now? Mm-hmm. And then I had to like go back and like watch and find out what the fuck happened. Yeah, I tried to watch the Attitude Era as much as possible. Or I'm sorry, after this as much as possible. Yeah, I just could not get into it. I was all excited for the invasion and all that stuff. I just heel Stone Cold didn't do it for me. I thought that him and Triple H were a decent tag team. I thought yeah. Kurt Angle was doing some good stuff then, but. I mean, the Alliance and WCW and ECW. It was just, it His was just too much. Stone Cold shit with Kurt Angle was really good. Where you do the sing, the songs and shit. Right. That stuff was funny. But, I mean, you can only do so much of that. You know? Are you ready to announce the winner of the Sammy Evans giveaway? B-Frost 28. You've done it's it. not B-Frost 28. Oh, Smack your lips in the microphone again. You're not winning anything ever. <laughs> I was wondering when you was going to catch that. I've been catching it. <laughs> Makes me not want to do the show. This The winner is for the Elite 75 Jeff Hardy autograph is everything WWE slash AEW figs at everything figs. Him and his son do fig stuff together. It's a family thing. You can also follow his other account. At Osmosis FX. I'll, I'm sorry, at Osmosis GFX. So check him out. Give him a follow. I will be DMing. We will, uh, I'll have Sammy get that out to you. So congratulations, brother. 
Uh, Barry, you got anything else? No, man, this was a good pick. Very definitely enjoyed it. Was very fun. Uh, brought back memories. So uh, definitely a good time, man. We gotta do some shout-outs. We probably should. People want to hear their names. Do you want me to go first? That was or do you want to go? That was what I was implying, yeah. Oh. Who are you playing with Sting now? Well, Lily had him all bent up, so I'm just fixing <laughs> Had to fix it. But uh, shout out to Mike the Cleaner, whose daughter had a tremendous, got a, a tremendous award. So, you know, shout out to Cleaner and his daughter and the wife. Very proud parents. Uh, speaking of parents, let's uh, shout out to the Vensels handling those twins. Yes. You know, like bosses. Uh, shout out to Scott Toon, carrying his brother Jeff for years. Breaker and Bang, shout out to them. Shout out to Bill Benus over at Benus's, uh podcast there. Bain has been a pain in the ass. I don't know if you've been listening. I, I'm, I'm one behind. I'm about to listen tonight to the new one. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you take over from there. Ozzy, Jeff, and Scott are fully posable. Also, Rucker and Marty are at Boots in the Face. Check them out. Uh, Travis Fowler and Breaker over the TV Toy Cast. I want to get out first. Also, the Breaker <laughs> made the Power Hour. Uh, Breaker's other podcast, you know, it's Fake Right. Uh, Wrestling Cheers, RJ over at Ringside Rant. Uh, PPW, Steve and Eric, check them out. Uh, all the Ohio players, uh, Wrestling Figure News Source. Yeah, thank you guys all so much for rating, listening, all that good stuff. Go to whatamaneuver.net. Go to Shop by Store. That's where we have our merch at. Go ahead and buy a shirt. It helps us out a lot. Best way to support the podcast. Follow us at Doing the Favor on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at BFrost28. Again, shout out to the winner of the Sammy Evans giveaway. And with that, good night. And God bless. Hey. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Barrier up with ETF and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time. Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind. Just a few more days until we're back live. Will be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah Doing the favor Doing the favor uh, Doing the favor Until next time, doing the favor.